Summary After You by Jojo Moyes is the sequel to the 2009 bestseller, Me Before You. It follows Louisa, Lou, Clark's struggle with grief after the death of the remarkable man who taught her how to live. Will Trainer, a 35-year-old quadriplegic, hired 26-year-old Louisa Clark as a personal assistant. As they grew close, he gave her six months to change his mind about assisted suicide. Will, a wealthy businessman, grew up privileged in the historic castle towering over rural Stortfold. His father was in charge of the castle while her dad was a groundskeeper. Will had to live with his parents after his accident. He exposed her to classical music, philosophy, fine art, food, and wine. In turn, she brought him out of isolation and softened his anger. They became best friends and fell in love. But their love was not enough to stop him from ending his life, with Lou at his side. He left her a fair amount of money and instructions to honor him by going out and living. Lou tried to do that, traveling throughout Europe, luxuriating in the sensual feast of Paris for months, but it all felt hollow. Not only does she miss Will, but she feels guilty for failing to convince him to stay alive. She buys a flat in London and takes a waitress job at a nearby airport bar. One night, Lou goes up to the fifth-story roof of her building and dares herself to walk along the edge, hoping it will make her feel something instead of the usual numbness. She stumbles and falls, but not before hearing a young woman call out a warning from the shadows. An awning blunts her fall. Although she has multiple broken bones and internal injuries, the doctors say the awning saved her life. Both the doctors and her family suspect she was trying to hurt herself intentionally. When she is released from the hospital, Lou needs a lot of care. She reluctantly moves back with her parents. Her parents, Josie and Bernard, are loving, but can be smothering. Josie has developed a new interest in feminism that causes a great number of arguments between she and Bernard. Lou's sister, Trina, Loves her young son, but resents the way unplanned single motherhood has destroyed her dreams. Grandad is losing his memory. Lou's ex-fiance, whom she dumped when she became involved with Will, runs past the Clark house every day to show off his new fiance. On top of that, the whole town takes a dim view of assisted suicide and shuns Lou and her family for her involvement in Will's death. Lou progresses physically and develops new appreciation for her family. When she is healthy again, they reluctantly let her go back to London. Her father insists that she participate in a grief support group. She agrees, but has little faith in its ability to help. One of the members of the group is Jake, a teen whose mother died. In group, he talks about the way in which his father grieves. The father sleeps with a lot of women and cries afterward. After one meeting, Lou sees one of the paramedics who rescued her after her fall pick Jake up. She learns the man is Sam Fielding. They begin a tentative relationship, although she is wary because of what Jake said. At the same time, her job at the bar goes from bad to worse. A new manager, a corporate flunky, makes everyone wear an absurd costume. Soon after Lou's return to London, a 16-year-old girl, Lily Houghton Miller, comes to her door. She claims to be a daughter Will never knew he had. Though skeptical, Lou notes a resemblance to Will. Lily fights bitterly with her mother, Tanya, and hates her stepfather. 
She wants to connect with people who knew her biological father, and Google led her to Lou. Lou meets Tanya and learns the circumstances of Lily's birth. This convinces her that Lily is Will's, but she also sees Tanya's self-absorbed, social-climbing nature and believes that Lily needs someone more focused on her in her life.